Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there. This is David Tennant, and you are listening to The Court Case Podcast. Allons-y! Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. And Sweet Tea. I hope that you are hungry and horny because we have got an all-sex episode for you guys today. To celebrate the release of the new season of Sex Education, we're opening our sex clinic and we're going to be taking audience questions all episode long and giving you guys sex and relationship advice. So you better strap in. Or strap on. Because it's all coming right after this. So, T, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. It's been a little while since you've been sat in the podcast chair mm, has to been record a while. an episode because there, I did record one with Billy last week that was lost to the masses yeah. because my computer decided to break down. We have been a bit slack on it this month, I'm not going to lie, like with our releases, but yeah, we been have wild. been like manic, mm-hmm. in fairness. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But we're going to make up for it by doing a whole episode on people's favourite segment. So sex and relationships. Sex and relationships, courting with James. And I've done this one. I've prepared to you make have. up for the fact that I've been a bit ab- absent. Mm-hmm. I've decided to go away. I've ta- I've talked to viewers and tried yep. to find out some of our questions, uh, some of their questions, sorry. Mm-hmm. And we're going to discuss those today. Amazing. They're all anonymous. Anonymous? Anonymous, Anonymous. Yeah. I've got uh, taken the piss out of saying it wrong before. So. <laughs> yes, you have, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're all that word. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess we should just crack on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to go over first the reason why we're doing this episode. Yeah, okay, yeah. So the new season of hit Netflix show sex education came out last week you and me have about two episodes left yeah we've not binged it like everyone else we've been watching about one episode a night yeah but also as we've been saying we have been manic so yeah exactly but we love the show we watched i remember when season two came out we were in rome on yeah. holiday and we that feels like a bloody all. lifetime ago I, now I that know. was our last that was our last holiday in general yep I remember, I remember watching the finale in the bed in the hotel room wanting to punch that disabled kid in the face because mm. he's so annoying. But uh, how have you thought of this part of the season so far without giving any spoilers away? Yeah, it's really hard to not like to talk about it without giving away yeah. spoilers and stuff because I've had that problem that I've gone on TikTok and people have been speaking about it quite openly yeah. and I haven't obviously finished the season yet. But I really do think it's a good... A really good season, actually. Like you're seeing a lot of character developments. Some characters that you were just like, "Oh, get off my screen." Mm. You're now like, "Oh my god, get on my screen!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool how they flip that on its head. 
the character of Adam is a standout. Yeah, that's what I'm talking season. about. Brilliant. Yeah, he is a standout. This thing, this season. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely I love it. fantastic. It's just one of Netflix's just gems. Yeah, just gems of a program. I do think that like the thing is though, like it's it hasn't really got a storyline. It's one of those things where there isn't an underlying storyline. It's just every episode there's something new happening. I w- do you well, know what I mean? I wouldn't say there's not. I get what you mean, but I think you're. What I think you mean is that there's no one storyline that's yeah. the most important storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mul- multiple ones that are just as important as each other. Yeah. And they sort of like weave together. you can put on an episode and it's something new that's hap- going to be happening. Yeah. 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 So, like, for example, with Breaking Bad, the yes. main storyline is Walt the... and Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have side storylines with Hank and exactly. his investigation stuff. But exactly what I mean. Sex education, every storyline is as important as Every storyline makes up sex education as a yeah. Se- season. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's really well written. It's, oh, it's so well shot as well. Some of the shots, like, we really were watching cool. an episode yesterday. Well, the, the, sorry, can I just say the first introduction scene, the episode three, <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> that was that so was cool. That was so cool because, like, yeah. you're like oh my god wow like you just it, they went straight in for it and yeah. i said to james straight away like it's sex education but i felt like in the past two seasons there wasn't that much sex so much for them to then that, yeah. start that season three like that mm. you're like whoa yeah. they've listened to some critics or something yeah and there was one in an episode that we watched this isn't giving spoilers away but there was one shot of otis and Maeve at a petrol station yeah just the way beautiful. they shot it with the lighting was just so lovely to look at mm, and it was and um yeah, and I mean, the costumes are great. And it's weird. I, I also, I don't really understand the school, which is why I think it's so unique, is that it's set in England, but the school is almost like an American yeah. high school. Yeah, it is. Because they're not wearing uniform until yeah. now. Mm. Um, yeah, and they've got like the jocks and the nerds and the stuff yeah. like that. Weird. And the, weird. and the popular, I'm not saying like a mm. UK school doesn't have like those different cliques, but... Um, it's definitely more of a common thing to see in an American movie, like having the popular crew and the definitely yeah sporty crew. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, let's get to the sexy stuff. Wow. <laughs> I tried to turn it down. But anyway, let's get to the audience submitted sex and relationship advice. Some questions. of these James hasn't seen, so I am no. very interested to see yeah. his reaction. Yeah. Um, and like, um, I'm going to reiterate what T said the people that have submitted your questions you are going to remain anonymous yes um so don't worry about that but thank you so much for anyone that messaged in with their questions Mm -hmm. let's get to it let's chuck some our way so Mm -hmm. question number one let's go straight in for it yeah is it normal to not be interested in sex i'm a teen and everyone's talking about it but i just don't seem to care ah interesting okay um i would say that is perfectly normal to not be interested in sex. I have known friends at like uni or college that were not interested in sex. Or one person in particular was like Christian, and right. that's kind of why they weren't interested yeah, yeah, in yeah. it. I no, I think that's perfect. I don't think it really like as a teen. Like, I think it's it's one of those things where you probably feel like you have to be interested in it. Like yeah. that's why they're asking. Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically. You don't have to at all. You don't have no. to be interested in that at all. Um, it's just society has developed yeah. like the whole you're a virgin kind of thing. Like it's it's not a big deal at all. No, but like asexuality is a thing. Yeah, exactly. Now. So, so we're as much as we are deve- like society's developing in a negative way, like all those all those types of things. It's also 
positive as well because yeah. you've got those people that are now coming out as like asexual etc absolutely so i mean you could t- it could be you're just a late bloomer yeah or it could just be that you're actually you know asexual and yeah. it's just something that you're not up for yeah at all but it's not it doesn't not mean you're different or weird or anything like that like no to be fair it's probably more strange that teens are talking about it as much as they do <laughs> do yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah is there like i mean i don't know it's weird because you gotta be open and it's a really tricky one because you yeah. can be open and then you cannot be open and neither one's right or wrong is no. what i'm trying to say yeah no i get you but no but in answer to that question <laughs> no you're not weird you're not weird everyone has a hobby it is normal yours just isn't sex and that's probably better in the long run realistically yeah, yeah. if you actually had something that was beneficial for you and your future rather than sex then good for you yeah everyone's gonna want to be you in a few years time yeah, exactly <laughs> but i mean then again you might wake up tomorrow and a flip switches in your mind you go wow i'm well on today yeah here we go you never know who knows yeah hopefully that helped yes <laughs> do you think sex ed should be taught more in schools like a more like more in-depth co- topics should be covered this is a good one because I want to ask you what your experience was with yeah, sex ed in sure school, and I ones. want you to ask me what mine was. My experience with sex ed in school was so minor that I can barely remember it. Right. Um, I remember there was we had like a school sex bus. It wasn't called that. <laughs> it obviously wasn't called that, but okay. it was a bus like where people people came around in a bus, and you go into the bus, mm-hmm. um, and you watch like these sex ed videos. There was like a puppet, a demonstration puppet type thing and like um vaginas and penises and stuff like that um like very very um parental guidance kind of information Mm -hmm. like pg friendly yeah it wasn't anything like you're kind of they give you the basics and then when you get out onto the real world when as soon as you turn 16 you figure the rest out by yourself yeah yeah what about you uh, most of my sex education was a lot like guitar. It was self-taught. Yeah. I had the same with you. It was extremely, extremely minor. I remember in, I think, like the last year of primary school, there was that one time where all of the girls got taken into the assembly hall or whatever, and I assume we're getting told about periods. Yeah. And we were just sort of left in the classroom like, whoa, what's going on? And I think that's already wrong because men need to know about periods just as much as women need to know about periods. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, and I'm guilty of this. I think it's shocking that there's men like my age, me included, that when you sometimes tell me something about a period, yeah, I'm you like, don't know whoa, about it. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And like, I, I don't get me wrong. I get why they don't have men and m- girls and boys mixed together in that um, session because obviously... At that age, they're so immature. Like they would roast you, they'll laugh, they'll make you feel shit about it. Yeah. But I do think if there be, if it's been, it still should be divided, boys and girls, for those reasons. But they should still be taught the same thing. I think, yep, like you said, I think year six or whatever, teach the girls that. Yeah. Because I think a couple of years later, teach the boys only and say this is what girls go through. Yeah. So that they know. Absolutely. Because I think... Oh, as far as their little innocent minds are aware, we just have babies that come out of our vagina. Exactly. <laughs> but um, no, other than that, when it got to like sort of year eight or nine or something at secondary school, we thought there was going to be like a sex ed um, like module come up in class. And we had one lesson 
there was sort of the PowerPoint on STDs mm. and they showed you the graphic pictures that were yucky, right? Mm. And then we had one lesson where Mr. Burton was his name, our humanities teacher. And like he brought out a couple dildos and he was making jokes like, oh, they always come in pairs. Ho, ho, ho. Right? Oh my God. And um, he put them on the table and he was like, we're going to talk about sex ed and stuff like later on in the year. And then nothing ever happened. We He didn't do the condoms on the dildos. He it's didn't odd, do anything. isn't it? It just, yeah, it just sort of fizzled out into nothing. I do think, to answer the actual question, I do think it does need to be taught more in depth. Mm-hmm. I do think they need to just like fully educate you because, you know, you see in sex education, there was those, that they were doing it completely wrong where they were putting the them into different classes and they tell them not to use sex toys not to have sex yeah. at all like there's one extreme and then there's another extreme but like sex toys I didn't know anything about sex toys until obviously you know you turn 16 you start experimenting like yep. you don't get taught anything like that in school absolutely um, obviously they're probably very there's a very fine line in what they can and can't tell you because there's a teacher and student relationship and obviously it's all that bullshit do you know what I mean but yeah, it does feel like we are very much in the dark I didn't know much about my period until you had a, until I had a period it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. And and also, it, it, kids end up relying on porn to learn. Yeah, exactly. Really and then bad. people get pissed off about that. But realistically, yeah. there's a free website that's given them more like education than the teacher should be giving them. But the same with sex. I think there should be a lot more topics that are covered in school, like finances and stuff like that. Like, yes. I just think what we learn at school, fucking algebra, when the fuck am I going to do that? Yeah. Do you know, know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I, I know that there's people that get tired when people say this sort of shit. Yeah. But I completely agree. There's so many topics that I just didn't use. Yeah. I know fuck all about mortgages mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've like stuff, start, the real stuff world like stuff that yeah. you've got to do day to day. Yeah. Nothing. Yep. We should be getting taught about sex how to do the sex, yeah. protection during sex. A number of people think that drinking semen is a good idea. How to apply to get a house, a yeah. mortgage. Yeah. Like the, I found out the other day, which I didn't know was a thing, apparently you can do like a half rent, half mortgage thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's completely new to me. Yeah. I thought it was just you either rent or you either get a mortgage. I didn't yeah. realize there was some sort of half and half option. Oh, I know. Ridiculous. I, I, do, I don't know what, a, I still don't know what a building society is. My mum the other day had an appointment at a building society. Apparently, it's something to do with your savings account. I have no idea. Mm. What the fuck is a building and society? And I find it crazy that, that our parents know because they were taught basically the same thing as us in school. Mm-hmm. They weren't taught about that. Yeah. But I guess they've just picked it up as life goes on and will eventually pick it up as life goes on. But it shouldn't be the case because it's just nice to not go into things blind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, exactly. We do think that sex sex ed should be taught more yeah, in depth in schools. That was a good question. Very good question. Next one being opinions on open sex relationships. Okay, open sex relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's not an open relationship where you're looking for romance and sex, just sex. I think so. Okay, um, well... We'll go with that. Yeah, okay. So the thing is, as long as you've got consent from both partners, mm-hmm. then do whatever you want within yeah. reason. Um, I find, I don't like the, I definitely don't like, I don't personally don't like the idea of open relationships where they're like, they've got multiple boyfriends or girlfriends yeah, and it's like all romance with. and yeah. stuff like that. I, I just think that's a recipe for disaster. I've got one for 
cinemas. I got one for dinners. Yeah. Like, yes, that's that is. I don't like you do whatever you want, do whatever makes you happy. But I personally don't understand it. No, I think it's a recipe for disaster. I think with when it comes to sex, I think well, there's a lot of fantasies there's a lot of fetishes there's a yeah. lot of things in sex life where bringing in a third party is you know obviously really get enjoyable uh, well, yeah it could get messy i was going the more positive oh. route oh. and said <laughs> that it could be really enjoyable and you know couples could you know find fruitful things oh yeah but i think in that scenario it's something where both the people in the couple mm-hmm. need to be getting what they want yeah and both need to be completely 100 percent consenting yeah because there is a fantastic series on Netflix called You, Me and Her. I never thought these words would come out of my mouth recommending a TV series. It's normally <laughs> yeah. a James thing. But I watched it. I can't remember when. A couple like a year ago or so. Right. I fucking loved it. And that is like literally showing you how a relationship works like in three ways. So it's a husband and wife. They introduce another lady, girl into the relationship. Ended up having a kid. And like they end up breaking up. The girls end up going out. Like it's a whole whole story and it's really interesting to see how it works and how it doesn't work yeah so if anyone is interested i would give that a watch because it does teach you a lot yeah the thing is with like normal open relationships that involve like right not just sex and romance is a lot of the time the open relationships they don't start as an open relationship it's a couple one of them would like it more than the other absolutely and then what one of them ends up like not enjoying it at all not having any dates whatever it just kills the relationship, and and I I think there's rare instances where it probably does work. Where if you all meet together for the first time, start this open relationship, maybe. Yeah. But I think normally they're a recipe for disaster. But I mean, if we're talking like threesomes or mm-hmm. you know getting someone else in the bedroom, I don't think that's classed as an open sex relationship. It's not, then. is it? No, I don't really just, know. That's just like. I think look at the end of the day everyone's going to have a different opinion on every topic and things like this do whatever makes you happy but us personally in a relationship we wouldn't do it yeah I agree yes I agree (laughs) I was away from the mic for that you were yeah Um, so next question moving on sex on a first date is it awkward yeah absolutely yeah absolutely just as if it would be if it was a one night stand I would never do sex on the first date I would never do sex on on a first date but I mean each their own some people have sex some people have a one night stand with someone and then they end up dating and getting married and stuff like it works out for some people it doesn't work out for other people Mm -hmm. yeah but it's a fairly open and shut case for me yeah i am not a fan of. i think if you're if you've actually gone like wined and dined gone for dinner wine and dine met someone for the first time and then you end up going back to his house or her house for sex then i personally don't think that's the best way to start off a relationship yeah because it seems like they only want one thing seems mm. like you've already like you know done something that you should be holding for yourself for a while like that's the the exciting bit like the the teasing the mm. waiting for that kind of thing and you've just given that away so it's like yeah. do you know what i mean yeah yeah there's a, but there's a, there's a couple of stories where i think there's some stories that i see on on like reddit and things like that of men getting upset because they're dating this girl that sleeps around a lot normally yet they won't do it with her or she won't do it with him because Mm. like she's waiting and it makes them feel sort of like worthless yeah and so i can see where that makes it a bit complicated because mm. I think I, w- uh, to be fair, I think I would feel that way if I was friends with a girl or knew a girl that is fairly, you know, sexually promiscuous, which is fine, you know, 
girls can do whatever they want with their bodies and men as well. And then we started dating and she just doesn't want to do anything. I kind of be like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. You know, so I think it's a tough one. But I mean, I wouldn't have sex on the first date. No. That's me. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe uh, what, a third or fourth. Really? Fourth or fifth? Fair enough. I mean, again, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm always of the opinion that I'm going to keep that to me until... It, I, I think it's one of those things that somebody earns. So if they want to actually go out with me, mm. they will take me out. They will ask me out. We'll see each other for a, a while and then I'll give, it, I'll give them that yeah. pleasure, I guess. Fair enough. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I... I just have, I ha that's the respect I have for myself. I'm not saying people don't have respect for themselves or they do it any other way. That's just how I prefer to do things. Fair enough. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we did as well. It is how we did it. Perfect. Made you fucking wait. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we've been going out for over two years. Exactly. So, so worth the wait. Yeah. Worth the charm. <laughs> worth the tease. <laughs> so, moving yeah. on. Okay. Do you find sex or personality more important on a first date? There's a lot of a first date theme going on. And yeah. I'm assuming by the find sex or personality, they mean like um, looks, I guess. Looks or personality, I'm okay. assuming. Yeah. Or unless they mean physical sex. Then again, I wouldn't have an opinion on that because I don't have sex on a first date. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, my answer to that would be personality. Then. Yeah. Even if it was looks and personality, for me, it's personality. Yeah. hands down because that's the thing that you're staying with for the long run you're not staying for the looks because the looks change yeah that's the thing I t it's, it annoys me when you get guys and girls that like they'll talk about a date they've been but yeah on. first first thing oh look at look at her i'll get her instagram up. look at her she looks beautiful great happy for you but how was she as a person do you know what i mean yeah and was then she a bitch? yeah and oh she was a bitch <laughs> then why are you show me her Instagram? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. You just want a quick fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that no, that's right. I mean, I do want to hear about whether she, like she or he was fit or not. Yeah. But I just want to know if you know they're worth your time as well. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah, the personality is what is what you're dating, not the the, the looks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully Good that point. answers that question. Yeah, we're powering through these. I want to find one that we don't agree on. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> well, there's there's great. a lot here actually. Okay. Good. Um. So. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm going to dive straight down to um, one that I think might be a bit of a debate. Ooh. Okay. Exciting stuff. This was a really good one that someone submitted, and I've okay. not really thought about it before. After a breakup, in your opinion, how long should you wait until you sleep with somebody new? Okay, yeah, this is going to be a debate. Okay. <laughs> because you and me, I, th I think I, I think we might have had a little bit of an yeah. argument or discussion about this recently. Really? I think so. Yeah, I, th I think oh. we did. I, I think it is very much dependent on the situ on the length of the relationship and also what's transpired in the relationship. Mm -hmm. If you guys have been going out for like two years, and the question is, how long is it until you can start dating again? Um, well, just says until you sleep with someone. So whether that's a one night stand someone. or whether that's dating someone, it's up to how you interpret it, I guess. I think sleeping with someone just like just sleeping with yeah. them i think you can do a shorter amount of time oh than yeah dating oh absolutely i agree with yeah. that and but the thing is for example if you had a if you had a mum and dad that broke up mm -hmm. and they've got like a child a small mm -hmm. child and the mum or the dad 
brought someone back to have sex or something with mm. the child there really scummy thing to do oh obviously in my opinion because obviously hopefully in everyone's fucking opinion (laughs) yeah and so i think but even if he was i just think if you were to break up with someone and then go out that night to try and find somebody someone and get with someone then you are an unhappy person yeah that'd be awful yeah definitely yeah in the same day or within the same week i just think that's ridiculous you just need to have time to yourself grieve be on your own if you're going out there seeking for somebody else you're never gonna you're never gonna be happy because you're never gonna know who your true self is because you're constantly with somebody else if that yep. makes sense no no that's absolutely so true. so that's why i think i think it's something that you do have to wait a while for whether it's just having a one night stand or whether it's being with someone yeah. obviously a one night stand that's a different length of time to actually getting into another relationship with someone mm. but obviously those situations are also different because if somebody breaks up with someone for somebody else they're going to move a lot quicker than the next person. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And also don't date in your ex's circles as oh, well. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't date someone at their workplace. I wouldn't date someone in their friendship group. I just think that's one, a recipe for trouble. And two, a bit just thoughtless, Yeah, I think, as well. Especially been going out for ages. Because then, one, you're just going to end up seeing them a lot again. Mm. Which doesn't help. No, um, that's true. So... Well, I yeah. guess we kind of agreed then. We did kind of agree, yeah. Yeah. My God, why are we agreeing on everything? This is why This is why we're <laughs> together, because we yeah. have the same opinions. Okay. Yeah. How... Next question, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. How important is having an orgasm in a relationship, let's say? Ooh. Okay. Um, that's very dependent on the person. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Because... Well, okay, put it this way. You're with someone. Mm-hmm. You're in a relationship with them. And you have sex. And one of you has an orgasm. The other person doesn't. Right. Hardly ever. Mm. Struggles. Yeah. Is that detrimental to the to the relationship? Is I, that affecting both parties, one party? I would say yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, there's many, many. Obviously, this is normally. Well, men do get erectile dysfunction, I suppose, as well, which is a problem. But um, this is normally women. There's a lot of women that have trouble yeah. orgasming. Absolutely. And. Um, so that would be a problem. But th- the thing is, that is a problem for both of you in the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not just a problem for her. Well, so, if you're not a toxic... Yeah, if you're not a dick. Yeah. So it should be the man's should be trying just as hard to figure out what it is that you're, she's into, what yeah. it is he movements and it's, things that he can do. Work. It is absolutely teamwork. Yeah. 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 I do, I like, I don't know like what they're in... in exactly implying like are they saying like can a relationship last without you having an orgasm i I think Mm. maybe if they're saying how important it is but um i think a relationship can last without having an orgasm as long as there's the communication there and that you guys like because if that is a constant thing that's happening let's say a woman can't the man's going to start feeling like shit that is him he's doing something wrong it's how he looks, something like that. Or she's getting it elsewhere, so she's all yeah. she's all burnt out kind of thing. So as long as there's communication there, so you're both feeling yeah. and understanding why, then you can probably make a relationship still work. Yeah, and it's like, I remember when we started dating and you were telling me about at your school or college or whatever, there was a bit of a stigma where like the boys would take the piss if they knew the girls had sex toys. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- in my mind, when you told me that, I was like, that sounds fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's just helping, because obviously sex toys, ve- it invariably. Just, but that, I don't think that's because they actually think it's embarrassing or funny. I think that is just because at that age, they're so fucking immature yeah. that they just, they would find anything funny. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And what they don't realise is that the impact it actually has on girls to this day like that, those those boys probably don't even think about it, and probably encourage their girlfriends to get a sex toy nowadays because they've matured. But for the other girls that were getting bullied or laughed at for it back in the day, they've still got fucking trauma about it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And there's one thing. Obviously, it's not. I'm not normally the person to. Um, I'm not really the gender to advise women. But if you haven't got a sex toy and you do struggle to orgasm, you are much more likely to orgasm from a toy than you are from an actual penis. I think, yeah, I think definitely if you're someone who is scared or struggles, then definitely get yourself some sort of sex toy. Experiment with yourself. Know what you like and go from there, basically. Absolutely, yeah. 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 But I do, yeah, I do think orgasms are important for relationships. Yeah. Um, So obviously you've both got to work together and try. I mean, there's some people that are into... You know, orgasm denials, that's a thing. Yeah, true. So I suppose don't give them any orgasms. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it is just about communication, isn't it, realistically? But going off from sex toys, the Mm -hmm. next question is role play or straight to sex? Ah, I really like role play. Mm. I think role play is great. Oh, I think the... I wrote role play, but um, they they put put foreplay. Foreplay. Both. What am I thinking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, role play is a type yeah. of foreplay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think foreplay is great. If you, cause of, but I mean, there's a lot of people that both of you are working full time. Yeah. You don't have much time in the evening. So sometimes it is straight, straight to Straight to it. sex. 
But everyone's probably. I mean, I know people that are just straight to sex. I know people that just do just do floor play. Um, I know people that do foreplay and then go into sex. There's some people where, which I think is really cool, is where the foreplay will last all week. And then the sex will be at the end of the week. It will Ooh. be messages throughout the week. It will be like teasing and teasing oh, okay. throughout the week. And it's building up like a crescendo to bosh the event at the end of the week. Mad. Which I think is That's pretty cool. such a good idea because you're really building it up. Yeah. And so it's going to be probably one of the best orgasms ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, th- I think, um, I definitely think that there is a lot of value in foreplay. Yeah. A, a, a lot. And also I think it's a weird, I don't know where this has come from. Well, probably because of just like misandry or, or sexism or something. But there seems to, there definitely used to be a sort of stigma where it was thought that most men don't like foreplay and they just want to get straight to it. Yeah. But I don't think. I that's think that's very portrayed in porn. Yeah. Though. I, think I think that's so. why. Yeah. Like women are more likely to do foreplay yeah. than men. And I don't know why, because it's not the fucking case at all. But <laughs> no. It's odd, isn't it? No. But. Definitely. If you're if you're mulling over whether you think you should try it or not, but definitely anonymous person. <laughs> but so get some, if you've got the time, get some foreplay into your life. Try the week long one. Yeah. Tease sounds... your partner all week and see what happens. But I mean, obviously for the actual answer to the question, it, that is just based on preference. Yes. And also how you feel in the day, how busy you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you can't really answer that one, but great question. Thanks for sending <laughs> it in. Yeah. Um next one. Do, um, does it put you off if somebody tells you they're a virgin when you're not one? When you're not one. Um, so you've sat with a couple of people, you meet someone, you've like, you, you want to hit it off with them, they tell you they're a virgin. Does that put you off? Personally, I don't think it would. Fair enough. One thing that I want to talk to any ladies in the audience at the moment mm-hmm. is, right, so many, because obviously women have... Um, there's a lot of women that have trouble orgasming. Yeah. Right. And you've, there's a lot of men that will just rush into sex. They won't know what they're doing with the woman. They'll just pound away. The woman won't have an orgasm. It'll be a crappy thing. And there's this whole stigma about virgin men and how, you know, women don't want to have sex with them Mm. and stuff like that. And what I want to say to the ladies that are listening is if you know a virgin person that's interested in you, or if you're dating someone that's a virgin and you're a bit nervous, you've got a blank canvas right now. Yeah. You can literally teach him exactly how you like, what you like and how you like it. And he is going to be learning sex exactly the way you like it. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to have picked up anything from anyone else. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if it, I personally think if a woman fi- is dating someone and they find out they've they hit the jackpot, they hit the <laughs> jackpot. Personally. Yeah, true. I think yeah, I think what it is as well is deep down, girls love a competition. Yeah. So as much as they hate to hear that their boyfriend set with ten other people, at the same time they would rather hear that their boyfriend set with ten other people and they've got experience mm. in quotations rather than him not sleeping with anyone because then that makes him come across as not desirable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do get that. Yeah, so I think that's possibly why. Mm. Um, whereas men don't think of it the that way around for a woman. They think, oh my God, a cute, innocent girl. She's not doing yeah. anything. Let me show her the ropes. That kind of thing. So very uh, a very strange gender like um, divide there. I think this. I think it needs to be flipped. I think the stigma needs to change because, I mean, I think a guy that's been with 10 women... 
every woman is different Mm -hmm. and every woman has a different way of getting to orgasm or getting pleased yeah and so are you gonna want to you either spend a short amount of time teaching a virgin the best way to pleasure you or you spend a huge amount of time having this confident annoying guy unlearning all the stuff that he's promising you is going to work mm-hmm. oh i know how to do this i yeah. know exactly how to do this you got to unlearn all of that and then teach him how you like it yeah it's just it's, you're, you're going through twice the work i know there are some people that would be put off by a virgin but i don't think yes I don't think I would. I, I, there's a lot of people that would be put off by a version, and I don't like it, and I don't think it's right. Yeah, I don't. No, so. I don't think I would. I mean, I don't think I'm hopefully ever going to be in that situation again tonight. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah um, you never know. Yeah. Mm. I think obviously for a one night stand, duh. Yeah, for a one night stand. But for a relationship, mm. I don't see why it should matter, especially if you want to be with that person for a long time. Yeah, exactly. It, that how many people they set with, you won't even think about it. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I don't know your number anymore. You don't probably know mine, so we don't think about that anymore because no. you're in a relationship with someone. Yeah, exactly. Um, next one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Back onto the first date theme. Okay. And what are your thoughts on who picks up the check on a first date? I do think this will be a bit of a debate. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> right. My personal opinion for this, and I think the most equal way to do it and we are in bloody 2021 now Mm -hmm. whoever invited the person on the day okay picks up the check yeah absolutely i actually agree with that and haven't thought about that i agree with that you've invited someone to come on a date with you male or female yeah you should be the one picking but obviously nine times out of ten going off by society men are the more likely ones to invite a girl on a date yeah which needs to change but yeah yeah Yeah. um didn't work for us though i asked you didn't i um no i asked you yeah for first day but then like second day i asked i'm pretty sure i think so yeah 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 but um but but no i think i think i think it should be whoever whoever asked i think yeah no i agree with that because also also i want to say i think more women should be asking guys out on dates now obviously men men need that boost as much as a woman do and also we've got this whole stigma in society at the moment about men being seen as really dangerous yeah. men you shouldn't be approaching women to come off as creepy and stuff like that so it's really hard so it's extremely hard there's going to be a lot of men i feel there's going to be a lot of men like it's freshers week at the moment for a lot of people at uni there's going to be a lot of guys and girls that are going to be wanting to get together and yeah. do stuff and there's going to be so many men that's be like i am not fucking risking that yeah and whereas women you've got the upper hand you can go you should go to the if you see a guy that you're interested in you should go to the bar yeah, no, you should ask him ask him out with the check thing though like as i i agree with what you're saying but mm. i do also think whoever picks it up the other person's just offer still yeah definitely i don't yeah. think it should be he's picked it up he's sold him paying for it yeah this um, this stuff about men always needing to pay it just it really needs to change because we've got this whole thing of women now working just as much as men where men are not just the providers anymore no it's it's not the case you and me are working jobs and we both get similar amount of pay yeah we do so if this was the well 80s, i would i would sometimes get more because i can i'm in a job where i can do more hours you your, it, yeah. yours are set good point yeah i'm on a set salary You're, yeah yeah it's a good point but if this was the 80s we'd be getting paid exact same working job but yeah. i would be constant i'd be paying for all the dinners and all the dates yeah which isn't right it's mad isn't it yeah and uh, yeah i so, agree mm. it is 
fucked. Yeah, that was good. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I hope people agree. If you don't agree, I would love to get in an argument with someone. <laughs> that like, no, men should always pay. Yeah, the woman that's probably got a job earning loads of money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you get those women that will probably just go on the date, not interested in the person because they're expecting the man to pay and get free food. I hate that. That's, there, that's there were girls that get Tinderous pounds yeah. because they just want free dinners. Yeah, it's fucked. Awful. Bitches. Next question. Next question. <laughs> um, the last two questions are probably my most favourite questions. Ooh. They're relationship ones, and I I don't think anyone's really asked these type of questions before, so... Okay. Um... Is getting on with your partner's family important? Ooh, okay, yeah, well, yes. Yes, it is important. Um, I don't personally think it's that important. I think it's important, but it's not the be-all and end-all. I think it's important, but not necessary. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I agree. I think as long as, there's, as, long as you guys are mutual... Because not everyone's going to get on with everyone. Not everyone's going to like everyone. Especially if, you know, your boyfriend's mum could be a bitch... You're not mm-hmm. going to get on with her just because it's your boyfriend's mom. You're just going to try and avoid it, but get on when you have to, like at family dinners or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be people that don't have a relationship with their family. Exactly. And, you know. You could meet you could meet a girl and she's literally raised herself with her nan from the age of 16 and her mm. nan sadly passed and now she's on her own. Yeah. She doesn't have a family to get on with anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not that imp- it is. It's important to have like that like mutual respect. Yes. But not necessarily to actually get on with no. them or have a relationship with them at all because you're the the, the two people in the relationship is the, is the part that matters yeah that's as long as it's bit, not yeah. awkward like when you go around there and the mother's horrible to you or whatever then i think it should be fine i completely agree yeah because yeah. i know there's some people actually i've, I've actually met a quite weird actually i've met i've spoken to a few people recently and they've said how I probably could count three people on my fingers, right? Yeah. That I've met that are in a relationship with a long-term relationship with um, their partner, and they've told me that they don't get on with their partner's family. Bloody hell! Okay. Three people have told me that. Three. Christ. And and I've gone and I, every time I've gone, oh really? Oh really? But actually, that just proves if they're in a long-term relationship, it's not that important to get on with the family. Yeah, and if you can get over that You're starting obstacle, your own family anyway. Yep, and I mean, if you can get over that obstacle, it probably means you're quite a strong Stri- couple. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that is a very good question. I think some people have different opinions on that. Mm. Very good, yeah. What's the last question? Last question is, marriage without changing your surnames, what are your thoughts? What a fantastic question. Damn, yeah. I've got so many thoughts about this. See... In relation to the picking up the check question, mm-hmm. I would be a hypocrite if I said that, you know, you should take the man's surname. Yeah, you would be. I would be a terrible hypocrite. Yeah. So, but to be fair, from my experience, but I think getting a bit personal here, I think personally, my opinion of it is mainly because my dad is dead. So I want to keep his surname. Yeah. It. I would more than happy have us for example get married mm-hmm. and you keep yates and i keep court yeah i mm, i think that's fine yeah I don't have any problems yeah yeah yeah. or double I, barrel it or i something. love double barrel surnames cool i love it i think that should be the way forward in life right um i also i don't mind it when people keep their own surnames because i was speaking to someone the other day actually and we were both saying like isn't it mad that women don't have their own surname 
They yeah. either have their dads or their husbands. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's a weird tradition, isn't it? Yeah, so I think... I, I personally like double barrel names. Yates um, Court. Court Yates. I don't one. think Court Yates <laughs> sounds See, that's right. the thing. Like, some double barrel names, they just don't work. Mm. They don't work and they don't no. sound right. That's the only annoying thing. Yeah. It's like that thing of when you're not married and the kid takes the dad's name. I personally don't agree with that. If you're not married... If you're not married and the kid takes the dad's name, I don't agree with that. But then whose name is he taking? Or you just make... We'll take the mother's name, wouldn't you? If you're not married. The kids would take the mother's name. So, so, right. So, if you're boyfriend and girlfriend... Yeah. And you're in a committed relationship, you're raising the kids together. This isn't a single mum type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... the kids would still take the mum's name. Well, yeah. That's what I personally think. Why? Or double barrel in it. Double barrel in it, I understand. But why would it Why would it have to take the mum's name? No, it doesn't have to. Right. But I just think, why would I push something out of my vagina and then give it my partner's name? Okay, yeah. I if we're not, get that. If we're not actually officially together together yeah I, yeah because i i have that, a friend yeah. who got pregnant very young right with um a boy um they're not together anymore but that kid's got his 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 surname oh. her so her ex's surname and she's now with somebody new and i think that's so wrong <laughs> yeah i can see why that would suck yeah i, I would not wrong i mean each their own I but w- it's i think personally it would be more the fact of it should be easier to change the surname they should make it easier. So yeah. in that instance, if you separate, she's not seeing the ex, he's not a part of the child's life, it should not cost anything. It should be really easy. You know what's weird though? In surname. that situation, because um, like, so nine times out of 10, the kid would take the partner's name. Yeah. The, the husband's name or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like in custody arguments, even though the kid's got the husband's name, the woman's more likely to win. Yeah, yeah, I've got... That's um, also another thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's it's all fucking mad to me. Everything is screwed. <laughs> That's what it is. But yeah, I mean, I love double barrel names. I like keeping your own name. I, I, I also understand why people take their partner's name. Um, like part of me is like kind of like fuck, fuck um, tradition. Keep my own name or double barrel it. Yeah. The other part of me is like, I also like the tradition. Like it's the only kind of tradition that I fuck with, like getting married in the church and taking your partner's name. Yeah. Because it's nice to have the whole family having the same name. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard to pick. But good question. Very good question. Good question. Yeah. Um. So we're coming towards the end of the show, but I've been emailed a couple of stories from people. Again, I'll keep anonymous. Ooh! For inclusion in this episode. All right. right. So my first one is, someone said, after my stepdad passed away, my mum was dating someone and I was still living there because I moved in to help financially, what with my stepdad being ill. Anyway, incredibly embarrassing when I was sleeping between shifts in that I sleep with earplugs in and on the way to the bathroom, I spotted aforementioned boyfriend in a robe, not covering himself and a dildo in his hand. (gasps) Yeah. Now I think I'm scarred for Oh, life. my fuck. What can I do to get the image out of my memory? I think you're fucked, mate. If you if that image is in your memory, you can't get that out. <laughs> yeah, so it's the new... The new oh, I've not got m- it in my mind. Mum's new boyfriend holding a dildo oh, in the bathroom. My. What's he going to do with that? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know... <sighs> get his 
girlfriend to get his girlfriend to do it, maybe? So Possibly. that it's the image of his girlfriend in his brain, not his mum's boyfriend? Oh, that makes me feel a bit queasy, doesn't it? It is pretty awful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm sorry, I actually don't have any advice for you. <laughs> um, because... I just actually don't know what could possibly erase that. My advice is, I'm glad I'm not you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, I, and you will be okay. And as time goes on, mm. it will slowly become a very, hopefully, distant memory. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I've been sent one more story that All I right. think is very interesting. Go on. And basically, someone said, I am reconsidering my marriage after my father-in-law's death. Right. They said, we've been together for 10 years, married for five. My father-in-law passed away at the start of the year. It has been difficult. I've been there for her. I've taken over a ton of chores. I've been a shoulder to cry on. I've made sure she has the space to talk about him and cherish his memory. It has struck me, though, that she did none of this when my father passed away. Mm. He died three years ago. My wife was with me during the funeral, but she didn't let me break down or take time for myself. She always said that my dad wouldn't want me to cry about him and I should carry on working and pulling 70-hour weeks because that is what he would have wanted, for me to be a good family man like he was. I believed her and just pushed back all the emotions. I was only able to mourn and talk about him properly with my best friend. I thought he was fine then. I didn't want to bother her. Right now, I feel like my father's death was something I had to deal with, while her father's death is something that happened to all of us. I know it's silly to compare and contrast, but this pattern holds for most of our marriage. Her mm. emotions and problems are our problems, while my emotions have to, be have to be processed outside our family. I honestly don't know how to bring this up. I don't think I'm ready to leave her when she is still struggling, but bringing this up would just make things worse. I'm terribly confused. Oh, bless. That's actually awful. And to be fair, like, that is something that you do compare because um, if somebody is treating you completely different, like, you treat someone how you want to be treated, basically. Yeah. It sounds like she is a very, like... Emotionally manipulative. Yeah, and, like, my problems are more important than yours. Yeah. Oh, well, my dad's died. Your dad died three years ago. Get over it kind yeah. of thing. Like, yeah. And it doesn't, from what he's saying, it doesn't sound like it's a one-off thing. It sounds like with a lot of the stuff... Yeah. Um, his emotions are starting to keep to himself. This Bless is a very sexist and traditional mm. thing. It sounds like you know the like man's man just up got type shot. Of thing. Yeah, yeah, which is which is awful. Fucked. But I don't I don't have any advice because obviously he's a, he seems like a really nice person. So the best thing to do is leave her because she's not very nice. That's what my. But advice you can't is. leave her right now because he's too nice of a person to do that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because he would he would then feel awful in the long run that he's done that, and I know that he would. Um, yeah. So I think once her grieving stage is over, which it probably won't be for a while because it sounds like someone who wants to cling on to the fact that she's um, going through shit and wants everyone to do stuff for her. But yes. when that stage does disappear, mm -hmm. I think have a serious conversation with her. It's going to be the worst conversation of your life. It's going to go south. Yeah. And yeah, I think, oh, just nasty. Just not very nice. Yeah, basically. not very nice. No. Good luck to you, anonymous fan. Yeah. I hope, you My know, gosh. you made the right, right decision. I hope that, that you feel better. That is a story that they've given us there. Like, Mad that story. sounds like a Reddit story. Yeah. Um, so it's quite nice that they've actually submitted to that to us personally. Yeah, I know. It was beautiful. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. But we hope that all of you guys enjoyed our bumper sex education episode. I hope you liked coming to the clinic and learning some things from us. School's out. School, school <laughs> is out, yeah. <laughs> So um, please join us next week where we've got a great 
other episode lined up for you. You dirty pig. <laughs> dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you guys enjoyed it. Please submit other if you want to submit your own questions and advice for us to cover in courting with james section in later episodes please message us on our instagram which is at court case podcast or email us yeah at court case podcast at gmail.com thank so, you so much guys yeah, for all the all the submit sum, submissions 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been a long one yeah i know but we will see you guys next week thank you so much for listening that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> what? I just realised because I said it's been a long one. Oh right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so fucking slow. <laughs> I love it. I right. Love it. Bye guys. See you guys next week. <laughs> bye bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.